Got it. All right. And if it goes away, I can get it back so for us. Yep. And you see that part right there. All right. Wait. So I just do the one John. Yes. One. J First, 1 John 4, 19, we love him because he first loved us.
appreciate the Lord allowing us to be in his house again this morning. And, uh, we appreciate everybody that's made an effort to be here and kids singing for us this morning. And uh, just the beautiful sunshine outside and just a beautiful day we, uh, the Lord's blessed us with. And we just, uh, everybody really pray for Sunday school and the services today. And uh, I'd like to see some people uh, get what I have. And, uh, that's our uh, that's our number one desire always. I feel like I say that about every time I get up here, but that's that's why we're here. We, I want people to have what I have and know if they know I'm I know, man. I got that tongue tied. That uh, that they know what I know that I'm going to heaven. And uh, we're, again, we appreciate being here. And uh, I'm asked brother Jeremy to dismiss Sunday school. Father, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for allowing us to gather once again in your house today, Lord. And, uh, we're so thankful, Lord, for everything that you've done for us, Lord, and uh, for the sweet spirit, Lord, you poured on our church house this morning, Lord. And we're just so thankful, Lord, for uh, everyone who's come out this way for Sunday school this morning, Lord. And we just ask you, Lord, to go with us as we go throughout our services this morning, Lord. And uh, just bless Sunday school, Lord, to be exactly how you want it to be, Lord. And uh, bless our service, Lord, that we can do what you'd have us to do, Lord, plus nothing, minus nothing. We ask for this, Good to be in God's house this morning. Uh, kids are singing. We're in the Lord's army, and uh, the uh, there's uh, no discharge. The Bible said in that war, and uh, when we volunteered, when we volunteered, and you have it's a volunteer army. God, God sends the call out, but he don't, he don't draft anybody. Now, he, get, he might give us a job to do after we get in the Army, uh, and he'll, he'll train us if we'll let him. Uh, it's bad if he give you a job to do and you didn't accept any training, you wouldn't be able to do your job right. But... Uh, the 
weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God to tearing down a stronghold. He's He's equipped us. If and that and that goes right back to what I said. If we let Him, He's give us everything we need. If we'll accept it. Now, this right here, this right here, got every bit of it in it. He said, study to show thyself approved a workman unto God that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And uh, if, if, we'll get in, if we'll get in the word, and, and now, I, I, I've been reading, I've been reading the, the Bible ever since I got saved. Uh, more back then than I do now, really. But and and now we just use this Sunday school lesson for today uh, as an example. I, I know less. Seem to me like I know less about it now than I did back then. And uh, but God, God gives us, and I've I've come to the conclusion. And and I used to, if I had a lesson that I really didn't understand real good, I'd be praying, Lord, help me, give me understanding of this so I can teach it. Which, nothing wrong with that. But I finally come to the conclusion, Lord, you just, you just give me whatever you want me to have and I'll be satisfied. And, uh, but he wants, he wants me to do my part. You can't teach something you don't know about. And uh, if if the if the situation were such that I wasn't able to read the book, I believe God had helped me with it if He wanted me to do it. And I've I've known some situations like that, but I don't want to get into that. But but he he requires me to do my part, and if I'll do my part, I, I believe this. I believe if God, if I'll do my part to the best of my ability, God will do His part, and uh, and His part's the most important anyway. Uh, and I want to. I want to read another scripture. I got it wrote down here. If I can read my chicken scratches, but in the sixty-first chapter of the book of Psalms, and this is probably one of my favorite scriptures. I've got a lot of them, but the sixty-first chapter of the book of Psalms, starting at the first verse. Hear my cry, O God! Attend unto my prayer. From the ends of the earth will I cry unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And that's when when we get in a tough spot, that's the only thing we can do. And if we if we write <clears throat> if we write out of our heart 
God's promised he'd hear us pray. If now that he'll hear he'll hear the prayer that comes out of here. It has to be a heartfelt prayer. It don't come out of here. They've been I couldn't tell you how many times I've tried to pray and it was it was in here. But I guarantee you, you you get hooked up down here with God and He hears that. And He's promised He'll answer. Now, <clears throat> there's been times that I've prayed for things and 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 did and and got connected. And and still seemed like it didn't it didn't either didn't didn't go the way I wanted it to or, or God had a different idea maybe. Did you ever I hopefully I'll get to the lesson pretty soon, but did you ever have somebody on your heart that was lost? And this is just one of my experiences, but <clears throat> did you ever have any, somebody on your heart that was lost and you prayed for them? And I, I know I could name half a dozen people probably uh, that all of you would know that I prayed for, started praying for when I first got saved. I was just a teenager. And, uh, well, Junior Neal's one. I'll, I'll name him. And Rowena come to church here. She was coming to church here when I was a kid. And uh, she'd request prayer for Junior pretty regular. And everybody knows it, he was getting pretty old when he got saved. And I'd, I'd been praying for him all that time. Seemed like it. Sometimes you just about get discouraged. You think God, God ain't going to hear her. They ain't going to answer the call. Maybe God's calling them. They, they ain't going to. You try. You about get discouraged. But I've had three or four, five. I don't know. Several people like that that I prayed for for years. And and finally they they come to Jesus. So they're. When your heart's overwhelmed, go to the rock. God, God promised if, if he's give you a burden and you can pray right out of your heart for somebody, don't give up. God's working on the other end. When it comes to the place where the burden leaves and you can't get one, that's I feel terrible when that happens. Don't Anyway, uh, this lesson this morning is in Colossians, second chapter of Colossians, starting at the 16th verse. But I think I want to read a couple of verses right ahead of that. <clears throat> I'm going to read about three verses right in front of this. Start at the 13th verse. And you being dead in your sin, sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, 
having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and, and took it all out of the way, nailing it to his cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a shoe of them openly, triumphing over them in it. We got saved. And Satan, every one of us, was under the power of Satan at one time in our life. If, if, we've, been, if we've been saved, uh, we were lost before we got saved. We were under Satan's power. And uh, Jesus, when Jesus come in, he bound up Satan. That's out of our soul now. He bound up Satan and cast him out and his goods with him. Now, he cast him, he cast him out into the earth. And that's, I mean, he's out, he's out there running around. But that's talking about this earth right here. He cast him out of my soul into this carcass you're looking at. And that's where our warfare comes in. We have a continual warfare. I, and I think all the time, when I think, when I think about heaven and how good it's going to be to go to heaven, and it is, it's beyond our imagination. But one of the greatest blessings, probably, and this is in my, in my thoughts, one of the greatest blessings about going to heaven, Satan ain't going to be there. The warfare will be over. That's what we was talking about a minute ago. That warfare will end then, and it don't end till then. It, the Satan, Satan's not going to give up. If he get us, now, we get, we get sometimes where we ain't hardly able to do things that we used to do. Uh, I have a, I just talk about myself, I guess, but I have a, I have a real hard time reading anymore. I bought me a Bible with big print in it. That helped a little. But uh, probably, if I live long enough, I'll probably about go blind. I got macular degeneration, and uh, I've had it for years, though, and it's and it's been kept pretty steady. But uh, it's just got lately to where it, the reading's bad. But maybe one of these days I'll get where I can't read at all. I don't know help of the Lord we might not but uh, uh, God understands what we're not able to do but he wants I'll, I'll say this with the, with the eye problem God don't want us to give up just sit down and, and, and not try to do anything about it I believe God wants me to go to that eye doctor and and get treatments and whatever, try to try to help the problem. That's like uh, there are there are people that don't believe in doctors, 
and they, you know, they get sick and they start praying, and uh, which and, and and there ain't a thing wrong with praying. <clears throat> I believe God can help us with any problem we got. But that goes right back to where it said study to show yourself approved. God, God give us enough sense that if we're sick and we can get help from a doctor to go to the doctor. If a pill will fix what I got uh, and, and it's available to me, uh, God might not answer that prayer if I just say, well, I ain't going, I'm going to let you fix it. Uh, God can do anything He wants to, but He wants me. To, I, God wants me to do everything that I can first. Now, having said that, this will get back to the lesson. Maybe He wants us to live the very best life, the cleanest life. <clears throat> that we can as his children. Now, he knows we have a warfare. He knows he knows Satan's bugging this flesh all the time. So so when when I got saved, when you got saved, God cast Satan out of our soul, but God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost moved in, took up their abode in there, and they're on our side. And and Satan never has. Satan thought he I believe Satan thought he had Jesus whipped when he died on the cross. But he found out different on the third morning. And uh <clears throat> We we've got we've got the we've got the victory before even before the battle started we've got if we're saved by the grace of God we've got the victory if we if we elect, if we elect, if we'll go to Jesus did you ever and I I've been there a lot of times did you ever try to argue with the devil. Come along bugging you about something, you just keep arguing with him. Pretty soon he's got you whooped. But on the on the other side of that, did you ever have the devil bugging you about something? And you'd get off in your bedroom or somewhere and get on your knees, say, Lord, I need some help. And and he'd fill your cup up and run it over, and the devil was gone. I couldn't tell you the number of times I've had that happen. We have the victory in Jesus. It's not in me. What's in yours victory? But it's in, it's in Jesus. So we've got the victory. But but <clears throat> he's gee, he took care of every need. When he saved me, now a lot of times, a lot of times we get get to worrying in in our heads sometimes about how we're going to do this or how we're going to do that or 
or what's going to happen tomorrow, you know, different things. But God gave us everything we needed for time and eternity when he saved us. He, he sealed our souls by the Holy Spirit of promise till the day of redemption. Already as good as already in heaven. Because there's, there's nothing or nobody that can keep us out of there. When I leave here, I'm going to heaven. Now, he gave us, he gave us the weapons to fight the warfare with. We can pray. His, his spirit's in here to guide us. Got everything we need. And got his word. And we have access to it. Now, I was thinking about that on this when I was reading this lesson. These people back here didn't have this book. Now, they might have had some of the Old Testament, but the people that he was talking to in this lesson were, were Gentiles, so they may not even had that. And uh, so all, all, they, all they were getting was what they was, they was getting from priests or prophets or whatever, and then the preachers come along, preach the gospel to them, and they got saved. They was a church in Coloss, some saved people. Did you ever see a church get some bad ideas in it and, and, and be wrong? I, I couldn't tell you the number of times in my life, not so much anymore, but uh, probably there probably is some. I've had, I've had ideas about the scriptures. And somebody come along and, and set me straight. So I, I've been wrong a lot of times on what I thought about different scriptures. And possibly still am. You know, I, if, I, if, I, if I am, I don't know it. But <clears throat> we can be wrong. And we need help. And as uh, far as I'm concerned, and I, everybody here knows my opinion already, but as far as I'm concerned, we've got one of, if not the best church in the world. That's just, that's just my opinion. But I've been in this church ever since I'm eight or nine years old probably. I didn't get saved till I was 15. But uh, uh, God's blessed me to be in, brought up in this church and to get saved in this church. And, and this, church is, this church has took care of me all my life. Been a blessing. And uh, I'm prejudiced, I know, but uh, I can't help it. And uh, but God, God's blessed us beyond measure. When I was just a kid, 
Elbert Smith and Jarvey Range and Flavor Sash was the main three preachers right along that time. And I looked up to them guys. Uh, they were they were like heroes to me, and still are. And uh, Seal, Terry Brock, I look up to them men. God, God's blessed blessed them and blessed us through them, and continues to do so. But they, it takes some effort on their part and on our part too for God to bless us the way He has and the way He does. I don't, I don't mean we earned it. I could, but God, God's mercy endures forever. The Bible said, and if if we'll just try. If we'll just try to do the best we can. I had a fella ask me one time, I was work, working with him. We hadn't been working together long, but he uh, asked me one day, he said, don't you cuss? I said, no. He said, are you a Christian? I said, I try to be. And uh, that's, I've been saved by the grace of God. But as far as being Christ-like, on the outside, I'm a long ways from that. But I try to be. And we ought to try the very best we can. And and God, I hear the fellow say, I think just this morning on television, said, God loves us even when we're wrong. That's one of the songs they sang, but God loved God loved me when I was lost enough to send Jesus out of glory to die for me. And if He loved me that much, He loves me enough to help me when I have a problem. So let's let's get to this lesson. I hope. Sixteenth verse. Let no man therefore. Now this said therefore. That's referring back. To they got, they, they got saved. God blessed them. They got saved. Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a holiday or of the new moon or of the Sabbath days. Now, I thought on that, and, and, and I, don't, I don't know exactly what Paul was referring to altogether, but... For, for me to let no man judge my judge me. Now everybody, <clears throat> the world is looking at the church. The Bible said we were a city set on a hill that could not be hid. And the world is the world is looking at us every day. I I guarantee you. You might think, you might think, well, they, these people, these people don't know me from Adam. I just, I just go ahead and do a little of this and a little of that, and nobody ever know the difference. 
go ahead, go ahead and do that. And then next Sunday, they'd be sitting in the church house looking at you. Satan arranges those things. If, if he can get you to if he can get you to sin, do something wrong in the eyes of the world, guaranteed. We're on, we're on the internet, and if if I'm if I'm living like a devil and I get up here trying to tell other people what the Bible says we ought to do and so on, somebody somebody will know it. So we need first first things first. We need to live as close to as we possibly can above reproach. I know we're not going to live perfect, but we can't use that as an excuse to not live perfect. If you understand me. So we, we need to live the very best we can so people can't point a finger at us and say, if that's what a Christian is, I don't need it. And that happens. And I'm not talking about Churches all over the world. I'm talking about Lima Missionary Baptist Church. That that has happened in this church before. I don't know about right now. I hope not. But uh, we need to, we need to live the very best we can, so that when when our preacher gets up here to preach and he tells somebody they need to get saved, they need they need what the church has got. They can look at the church and say, boy, I really do need that. I knew, I knew the day I got saved that I needed what the church had because they'd showed that to me all my life. And uh, so don't don't give the Bible said don't give space to the devil. Don't give him any 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 place at all to to get in with a, a somebody accusing you of something or whatever. Don't give space to the devil. Anybody got a comment? Colossians 
Genesis come back and try to say, well, you've got to eat this way and drink this way and celebrate the Sabbath this way and, you know, these holy days this way and follow the new moon. He said, we couldn't, you know, Peter already said it. We couldn't live by the law. You can't live by it either. You've been saved. You've got salvation. So don't let them try to put that yoke back on. The Bible said the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ. And we've, we've ever one quoted that a bunch of times this quarter in these lessons. But it's our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. The law was given so I'd know I was a sinner. It never was intended to take away sin. Uh, I, I was teaching young people's class one time, and uh, the guy that was my assistant or was helping me was teaching the lesson one day and he said back back before Jesus come people got saved by the law well that ain't Bible and uh, so I had to, I had to straighten that out but uh, the law having a shadow of good things to come and that's in this lesson too I think having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image could never with those sacrifices made year by year continually, make the comers thereunto perfect. It never was intended to take away sin. It was our schoolmaster to point us to Jesus, let us know we was lost and we needed a Savior. And it was the same, now I want to put this in, it was the same for Moses as it was for me it was their schoolmaster to point them to Jesus. Uh, Moses said, another prophet with the Lord thy God raise up like unto me. Hear him. He was, he was prophesying to Jesus. In the 53rd chapter of the book of Isaiah, Isaiah said, who, who has believed our report? To whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? And it, he started, went down, down through and talked about Jesus and the suffering he suffered for us. He said, all we like sheep have gone astray, everyone in his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. And that was 700 years before Jesus come. So, if, if Adam got saved, and I believe he did, he got saved by the blood of Jesus. In the book of Zechariah, I believe the 13th chapter of Zechariah, he said there was a fountain opened in Jerusalem and part flowed to the former sea and part to the hinder sea. And that's talking about salvation by the blood of Jesus. So everybody, the Bible said that if a man have not the spirit of Christ, he's none of his. So if, 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 people, if people before Pentecost didn't have the Spirit, they didn't go to heaven. The Bible says that. People have been saved, got the Spirit, same as I do. Anyway, let's get off of that. Anybody else got anything?
which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. Now, I thought, I was talking about Jesus, God give us everything we needed when we got saved. Did you ever, did you ever have Satan bugging you about something? I know everybody has. And uh, you'd be thinking about it and, and something stirred down in here. Say, that ain't for you. you. You need to leave that alone. I couldn't, I, I couldn't number the times. And, and, I, and I've done times I've done wrong. He's been right here letting me know I was wrong. Same way we do our kids. Uh, you try to correct them if, if they're doing something that's going to hurt them. You try to help them get, out of, get away from that. God does the same with us. And the only thing with our kids, it might be something we think's going to hurt them. Don't absolutely know for a fact all the time. But God knows absolutely everything that's going to hurt us for a fact. And He'll let us know every time. By the same token, When, uh, when you do, when you do something that pleases God, He lets you know right down in here. Do you ever? I mean, just just praying. Do you ever have a real burden on your heart and get on your knees and? And all you could do is grunt, make noise, couldn't say a word, and, and the tears be running, and it's hard to explain, but I'm sure everybody here knows about it. But they ain't a, there's not a better feeling in the world. It's, it's like the Bible says, joy unspeakable and full of glory. Same way if, if you testify or sing or whatever, whatever God gives you to do, if you humble your heart and do it right out of your heart, there's nothing no better. And uh, so he'll let us know when we're wrong. He'll even let us, like I said, he'll let us know if we're just thinking about wrong. Now, by the same token, I, I, I want to throw this in. We can, we can kind of get into something that ain't right, which that makes it wrong. We get into something wrong, and we might just keep doing that over and over and over and over, and the Bible talks about having a conscience seared with a hot iron. You might, you might do something so long that it, it don't bother you when you do it. Your conscience don't bother you. But deep down, 
if you've been saved by the grace of God, there's still something down in here going to let you know you're wrong. But the body is of Christ. The church is the body of Christ, the Bible said. Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility and worshiping of angels, intruding into those things which he hath not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. Now, I don't know about that. The angel part, but I, uh, we can. Get, we can get puffed up, get lifted up in ourselves, uh, and I've told this before, but I was just, I was just a teenager. <clears throat> uh, Going out, going to prayer meeting about every night. Church, I'd go to church probably five or six times a week, and uh, uh, I was over. I, I think I was at Dan Mason's house. We was having prayer meeting, and uh, I'd got I'd got to where I couldn't I couldn't get a hold of nothing. I couldn't pray, and I told sitting by Clyde Penland, I. Told him, I said, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't, I can't even pray. He said, Maybe you got puffed up or exalted. That maybe he might have said exalted, but he hit the nail on the head. Them guys, I was, I was probably 15 or 16 years old, and them guys all telling me how good a job I was doing and patting me on the back, and. Uh, of course, you know how that is. This mind can't handle much of that. And uh, I didn't consciously think I was doing great, but it was there, evidently. So we, I, have to, I have to be real careful. The carnal mind's not subject to the laws of God, neither indeed can be. And it'll, it'll get... It'll get to thinking more highly of itself than it ought to, and uh, we're we're the children of God. We've been saved by the grace of God, but this thing you look at ain't saved. That's why we have a warfare. But now, that's that's another. Probably running out of that's another good thing about the resurrection. When I get up, and I like to think about that day, uh, imagine what it's going to be like. I can't, I could, don't really know, but uh, when we get up in the resurrection, he's going to change this vile body and make it like his glorious one, and all that evil, and, and I don't know hardly ever how to, how to say it. All the bad stuff's going to be gone. The only thing left's going to be the good stuff, and uh, and God will have to make that good. And uh, so it, it 
it's beyond it's beyond imagination. I have not seen, ears not heard, neither thinner the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love Him. And and that's that's not just in the resurrection. That's that's at Lima Missionary Baptist Church this morning. God's got a service planned for us. I believe this. I believe God's got a service planned for us. A real hallelujah meeting. But I've got me and you and everybody else has got a little input in that. If I don't humble my heart, I don't get my part. Two or three come together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. So if, if we want if we want a hallelujah meeting, we need to humble our hearts and get right in the service. Let God use us. Do like uh, Isaiah, I believe it was Isaiah, said, Jeremiah, Lord, send me. That's hard for us to do, I think, sometimes. But we need to be willing to do, do what God wants us to do. And I think I'm out of time. I can't. I <coughs> but God will let us know what to do. We don't have to depend on everybody telling us <coughs> what to do or what not to do. But if if Terry gets up here and preaches and says, don't, don't do this or don't do the other, and he's preaching in the power of God, it ain't Terry Brock that's telling you it's God. <laughs>